Welcome to Live Laugh Talks, his and hers with Miko. How you doing, Miko? I'm great. How are you, James? Oh, I'm hanging in here, uh, you know, trying to make it. it. It seems to get harder every day. There's always something going on, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> but I'm glad that you're doing well. I really am. Yeah. So we figured, you know, again, you guys have the privilege of coming in on our personal conversations. And she and I always have questions that we ask each other about the other, the opposite sex. We figured it'd be fun to have you guys in this conversation as well. So y'all can chime in, you can write in, you can do your voice memos, all that kind of thing. So what this is, is women and men issues. Now, we are having fun, guys. So if we we get loud or we, you know, we're laughing. We're having a good time. So now, but I know some of these situations or issues can be very um, upsetting when you say, Miko, to some folks, they might get mad about it. Yeah, it might be a little touchy-feely, but it'd be all right. Suck <laughs> it up. Look, suck it up. You'd be all right. <laughs> That's right. You know, we'll we start off with a sexist comment. Man up. <laughs> the most sexist thing man up yeah hey <laughs> i mean you know so that's the kind of stuff we talk about sexist comments but also we're going to just get this whole thing going with women and men issues like we'll start it off like i will say something about women mm-hmm. you know an issue and ask it in question form <laughs> and Miko could choose to answer or just uh, agree or uh, whatever she wants. Or pass. Or so <laughs> pass on to the next. And then uh, also she'll bring up some man issue and I'll I'll comment on that. So what it is is that we're we're you ever been that person, that one person that worked in the office and, and you have to speak for your entire sex or you gotta speak for the whole race. Mm. Or you gotta speak for the whole somebody asks you a question and you gotta speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's happening today. So it's going to be a question asked that's toward the opposite sex, and then the other person got to speak for the whole sex. <laughs> this should be fun. So we'll start off with the first one. Now, this one is one that's, that's, that's funny to me. It, it's hilarious. But why do women say everything is little when they're mad. You go on back to that little house and your little car with that little job that you got, that little, everything's little all of a sudden. Because <laughs> it's, it's just got to be. It's got to be little because you know what? When when we go there and we talk, we're we trying to get a jab back in. And we're trying to let you know you're not as big as you think you are. We're about to break you down and show <laughs> you all the little things that you have and how we feel like even though you got this grand car that you think is 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 wonderful it's little to us but we can see somebody with something big and better <laughs> so go on about your way with your little 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 car you got that little suit you be putting on <laughs> mm-hmm. that little attitude you want to throw my way here and there go on, get on out of here with all of that that's everything yeah that's little, little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right that's little that's amazing to me. You could be driving 
a Bentley and living in a you know fifteen thousand square foot house. And by the time that woman finished with you, everything that you everything got you, is little. <laughs> you can have high. a tractor trailer. Get your little trailer. It ain't even a tractor trailer truck. no more. Get your little trailer. Your little and get on up out of truck here. over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Your little company truck. It ain't even yours. That little is a little is it's, it's a little jab. That's what that is. <laughs> That's a jab. Okay, so you guys get the concept. So we say we mm-hmm. say something. And then as Miko did, she gets to speak for the entire sex. Uh to me that's this 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 is funny. This is hilarious. Okay, so shoot me what the, the man issue is. Why do we Why is it nowadays that men believe in fifty fifty? Hmm. Believe in fifty. 50. So going Dutch, what we're talking about, like at yeah, going dinner Dutch. or other. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, um, you know, you got to pay half the rent. You got to pay half for this. But the women are still doing, doing, we are working now, for one. And then, on top of that, y'all still, men, still want every every woman to do everything else. You know what I'm saying? I get that you're working. But yeah, you know, as a woman, you're still supposed to clean the house. You're still supposed to cook the meal. You're still supposed to take care of the kids. You're still supposed to do all of these things. And then I might not want to do the man thing. So you might got to want to take the trash out too with you and cut the and cut the grass. But when it comes to finances, it's 50-50. And you hmm. know, I can't really talk about our age range because you know it's kind of different. But the younger generation, oh yeah, it's 50-50. Now, one thing that I, I can't <laughs> do, even in this discussion, is to excuse or, you know, go along with something that I don't feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't well, let's say you way. don't like feel, let's, let's say you don't feel that way, but why do you think the, 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 the generation that's coming up feels that way? Well, I, again, I, I think it goes back, and it's going to sound very sexist, but I think it just goes back to women wanting to be in relationships where everything's equal. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm equal to you in this, and I'm equal to you in that, and there's no defined roles in the relationship. You know, nobody is is is, is willing to be, you know, it's, it's two captains of a ship. Mm-hmm. You know, so all of a sudden, if you got two captains of the ship, they got to share responsibilities because two people can't go in the same, you know, lead a ship. So that's why mm-hmm. it's only one captain. But in a marriage or in a relationship now, they want it to be two captains. So I believe that's where it all starts, where now you've got all this 50-50 Dutch stuff going in. We're paying half of this rent and we're doing this and that together because now you do have two people working and two people making decisions even. They're not even allowing one person to, 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 to take the lead. So, I mean, it's a different world. Uh, I'm old school. So I'm different, but I believe that's where it comes from and, and why it's that way now. Okay, okay. But I'm with you, though. I feel if we're going to do 50-50 money stuff, then we need to do 50-50 chores. Okay. It don't need to be right. you know, a woman's job to cook and clean and, and then a man's job to dump trash. And I, mean, I, I think it should be, you know, if you're going to do this 50-50 thing, then it it be that if there's no co-captain, everybody's captains, everybody's chiefs, and all this, then be that way across the board. Mm-hmm. Don't define anything. 
But right. me, I like definitions. Mm-hmm. Call me old school. Call me whatever you, you you feel, as long as you call me. But I just <laughs> I just feel like man, that that makes it difficult for me. I don't want I don't want to go on a date and we're splitting it. Right. You know, I like that old chivalry stuff. You know. <laughs> I like opening the door for you. It's not that you can't open the door for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because nowadays, if you you open the car door, this is the new generation. Yeah. Have you seen this where the guy will open the car door for the young lady, and then she'll reach across the car and then open the door for him? Oh yes, yes, I have like, seen. What is this? <laughs> I want to be chivalrous, you know? <laughs> yes. So yes. Yeah, it's a I different world it. now. I, I don't know how I feel about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a little too, I, I don't know, too too modern, too millennial for me. I, I'm still going to be a gentleman. Um, and while we're on the subject of gentlemen, here's mm-hmm. a question. So why do women ignore a gentleman with a kind remark? Like, for instance, I was in the uh, drive-thru. I almost said a name, you know, I don't say no names to that sponsor. So I was in a drive-thru and the person, you know, took took my money or whatever at their window. And then I said, you keep your smile today. You know, I was just being nice. And she looked at me like I had two heads and then just closed the window. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to hit on you. You were smiling. I know how tough it is to work in a drive-thru. I was just trying to be complimented. You're smiling. Keep that smile up today. You know, cheer people up. That's what I'm trying to say. Or you pass a woman and say something like, you look great today. And you would think you just talked about her body parts or something. She just, ah, walk off like. (laughs) 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 What is that? (laughs) Again, I think it's this generation. I I, I don't know. But, But anyway, by all means. Well, you know, okay, I will say this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about how it is today. I know back in the day, you know, if somebody spoke, I spoke back. Because, you know, men can be rude. They can, you know, call you out your name. You know, oh, I ain't good enough for you to speak back to me. You know, so I at least speak back. But I think a lot of times, you know, there, I think there is just so much that goes on between a man and a woman that, you know, not everybody gets. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. Um, even though you spoke nice, maybe somebody else a couple times before spoke nice, but they were trying to hit on her. You know what I'm saying? And she mm. was, you know, every time somebody, you know, you think you just saying hey back, and they like, yeah, you keep the smile up, and oh, oh, like, oh, she spoke back. Hold on there. Can I get your number? You got it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't you uh, you free tonight? You know what I'm saying? You 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 want me to take you out to dinner? You know, it's some it's something behind it. So it's like you get that that. Even though it's your first initial speaking to that person, who knows how many people before you came and said something crazy to her, and she was just like, "You know what? That's that's it. That's you, the last one. I don't have time today. <laughs> Not today." So I guess that's probably what's happened. And that woman that was in that window probably had been kind before, maybe, and mm-hmm. and then the, the guy just kept going on and on with it, you know. So now yeah. she's to the point that if she hear anything, right? Other than Thank you. She closed her window. It's almost to the point you can't be nice because if you give an inch, they think it's a whole yard. And you just like, I just, 
I can't. I'm I just wanted to speak back. And I mean, you know, you be thinking, well, you know, um, it be even old men, be like 90 years old. I had a 90-year-old like hit on me. Like it's fine with you. It, you it, how you even out here walking around? I'ma need you. No. Baby girl, you know, I can take care of you. I all I did was say hi back. That's it. You know, I'm well, how- looking for somebody to come in my house and clean up for me and you know, cook for me. We just spoke, boo boo. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I, I fed said to Lamont. Lamont said, you an old dog. He said, yeah, until I'm, I'm a dead dog. See? So I guess, <laughs> I guess the 90-year-old man, <laughs> hey, he said he going to take care of you. All I'm right, taking man. you. I and he needs somebody to come clean up the house. Clean so he up. Like a, he like Mr. Daddy on the color purple. You need to get somebody in here to, to clean up the place. Right. <laughs> he be looking for somebody, you know. But you know, that look that you got in your eyes saying you need a little more than just you want a little more than just clean up time. I, I I can't. I'm not playing with you. I am not. So that's why women walk on by nowadays. Walk they don't want to hear the kind of remarks Mm-mm. from the man. It, can, it, can. Comes, it comes with other things. Yes. It's not just that kind of remark you're going to get. You're going to get a whole lot more with that. That's terrible. That really is. All right. <laughs> it's your time, I guess. Um, why do men want women who submit? But let, but yet they still want to play the game. Mm, what game? The game. You going out there? You talking to everybody else? You doing everything else? Oh. You know what I'm saying? You whatever. But you want me to submit to you? But in my, we ain't even in the real relationship. Who am I submitting to? That would be true. Um, I think just because men, they they feel. And they have been able to do it for generations. Mm-hmm. They they can have more than one woman. They can. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we go back to we can go all the way back to biblical times. I mean, mm-hmm. how many concubines and wives did David have? And we know Solomon, his son, had over a thousand. I don't even know how you get around to a thousand people, even in a year, on mm-hmm. whichever calendar they were on. Because they weren't on the calendar we're on now. Now they come to think about it, they were on the Jewish calendar. Didn't have as many months as we got now. So he didn't get around to all these women. <laughs> <laughs> we so, so, yeah. I mean, that's just been the way. It, and, and some cultures today is still that way where you can have several wives. So, I'm, again, again, uh, again, I'm speaking on things I don't agree with, but I don't First of all, submission. To me, loyalty is more important than submission. Um, and I, I can't expect loyalty out of you if I'm not being loyal. Mm-hmm. How am I going to get it from you? But then the submission thing, I think that these men who feel that they can have multiple women have multiple women who are submissive. They, some of these men that I know that's like that, they, these women know that they got other women. These women know the other women. And they all just, you know, he come in the room, they tying his shoes and, you know, uh, mm. rubbing his feet, uh, you know, massaging his head, t- treating him like he is God. Mm-mm. And it's four or five of y'all. I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's more than submission. It's, it's somewhere self-confidence has left the room. <laughs> Right. You know, 
there's nothing wrong with a person being submissive as you you didn't say it was. I'm, I'm just saying it's nothing. But it's really something wrong with that to me where you lost it, where you don't even have self, you know, you don't even have self-esteem. Now you're willing to lawyer yourself to this guy who's got five other women, but he don't want you to have no other man. You mm-hmm. got to be loyal to him. You got to do what he say and all of this. Girl, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think it's it's that way with yeah. men and a lot of men because it's always been that way. I mean, I can just, like I said, I mean, I can, we can go back 6,000 years in the Bible and it's just been that way. Mm, mm, mm. And I want to say, like, I get, you know, like, I need you to be submissive to me. So as a man, tell me what that means to you. Because I'm trying to figure out, like, if somebody uh, tells me I need a submissive woman, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, there, uh, she got a double question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you mean by what, you what mean the... that you need a submissive woman? Other than the fact that, you know, you want her to be only yours. But what, what, what are you expecting out of me? Well, see, I don't see, to me, those are two different words. Like, I, I see that as loyal if you're only with me. Okay. Um, I see submissive. As in the way that uh, certain cultures um, are, and I, and I hate to get racial here, but uh, what I'll, I'll put it this way: um, submission to me would be, as we talked about at the beginning of, of our show, about uh, there being co-captains. Mm-hmm. In in a submissive relationship, to me, there's one head of the household. Mm-hmm. So there's a head of the household, and then. There's the, the other partner there. Now, that doesn't mean that the head of the household treat that partner like she's a dog or a child or something like that. No, they, they treat each other equally, but they're, but the, the final decision are, is, is made by that, that one person. So when that man is saying that he wants somebody submissive, you know, he's talking about, you know, somebody that's going to be supporting him as the head of the household. Mm-hmm. So, so when, that, when you hear when you hear the black man complain about a black woman, she don't know how to be submissive. What do they say? You're not gonna hit, see that's I'm not gonna get hinged on and end up on uh YouTube or something <laughs> or a, a me yeah. as that dude. Nah, I'm not that <laughs> I'm not that dude. Y'all, y'all not gonna be smiling when I die like like they did with Kevin uh, Samuels. That's not gonna happen mm, today. Because mm, mm. I'm not that dude. I'm not. I'm not going to say any one race of women is not submissive. I will say that a nationality of women would mm-hmm. be less submissive. Like I would say that American women mm-hmm. would probably be, be less submissive than women in other cultures, you know, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't single out a race and say a black woman ain't submissive. No, I lived it. You know, I was raised by a black woman who who was very outspoken, who took care of her household, who was amazing. But she, but my dad was the head of the house. But we knew mama took care of things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not putting my daddy down, not putting her down, and that, that's how they ran their household. So my mama was black last time I checked. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to say that black women are anything because I was raised by a black woman who was submissive in her household who was highly educated, successful, like this, that, and the other, but she looked at her husband as head of the household. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not that dude. Now, there might be some men out there on, you know, that's, that's saying things like that, 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree at all with that. I think that, you know, any woman can be non-submissive or submissive of any race or nationality. But I just find it, I think it's found harder for American women to do this because of our culture. Whereas in other cultures, you know, it's, it's a given. You know, there's some cultures where a woman has to walk behind her husband. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Well, that's not the case over here. There's some cultures where a woman couldn't even have, can't look him in the eyes. All kinds of nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So we, American women, are, we have, they have it, I ain't going to say they have it easy because there ain't nothing easy in America if you're a minority. And, 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 and for women to be considered a minority, yet outnumber men, that's already telling you there's a problem, right? That's already telling you how men view women. They are minority, but they outnumber us. Come on now. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't single out a race of women. I would never say black women are not submissive at all. You never hear that come out of my mouth, even in private. If you recorded me, it wouldn't happen mm. in my private life. Mm. I don't believe it. Okay, okay. I hear you. And I love black women. I think somebody that say something like that don't love black women. Mm, okay. Okay. That would have to be where that comes. And I think somebody who wants women to just be their slaves and just be submissive and bowing to them, and they got a whole harem of women mm-hmm. don't love don't love women either. I don't think they love women in general to do something like that. Because if you love women, you wouldn't want that. Like if I'm in love with you, I don't want four other women at all. I want you. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, I hate to be that dude that don't get it. You know, mm-hmm. The one that's got to speak for all men. I guess y'all men right in, but <laughs> not me. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, your question. <laughs> why do women have no concept of how long eyelashes or nails should be? Nails? Now, I should be specific. I said nails. Because y'all got a concept of how long your toenails should be because y'all got to put your shoes on. But y'all ain't got no concept of these eyelashes and these fingernails. Like, I've seen fingernails, they just take them out the box, put the acrylic on, and it's a, they don't even trim it. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> eyelashes look like feathers. You know, I'm, I'm wondering how you blink and see anything. Please don't drive with them things up. I, you know, I, I don't know. Because, you know, at, okay, you know, you're a man, so you don't know. But I'm, I promise you, when you got long eyelashes, you can see your eyelashes as you know as you're looking or whatever but i i always wonder how is that possible too because that's like you know like hold your finger up above your at the top of your eyelid that that is something that's blocking your view <laughs> literally you know people joke about it and be like oh you can't see you really can't i don't care what right. say that if you put your finger up there it's the same thing as the eyelash there there's an obstruction in the way so you're not I getting understand. the you're not getting the full view of everything. So I don't know why they do that. I don't, I, you know, I really, I will, I'm, I think I'm going to do some research because I really want to, where did this fad come from? You know, where, where did this, these super eyelashes come from that you feel like you have to have eyelashes that touch your forehead? I don't know either. Now, when I was, you know, you know, I'm a cosmetologist. So when I was in cosmetology school, we had to learn how to apply eyelashes, mm. you know, in our in our class because we had a makeup class and you had to make the ladies up and then apply the, the eyelashes. eyelashes. And I used to wonder about that. I was like, well, why 
you know, do women even want the false eyelashes? But then I, I got to see some people that, you know, they can't necessarily, they want to wear the makeup, but they can't necessarily grow their eyelashes a certain length. So they would, you know, want to purchase eyelashes. And, and they, but they were normal lips. I'll do it. And then as years gone by, now they're the length of fingers. Mm-hmm. They got the mink eyelashes. The I just it's just like. Mm, mm, mm. But what about your nails? Because there's things you got to do during the day. Like how do you, how do you type on your computer or, or your phone, or how do you do certain bathroom functions? I, I, your nails are, you know. I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm a. I'm a more natural person, so I do. You know, a lot of things. I'm not into a lot of those. You know, high fashion things that everybody else is into. So, so I've always wondered that too. Like, okay, what are you doing to go to the bathroom? What are you doing? And they adjust. You know, you got people who, you know, you get the false nails that are super long, but then you got people who let their nails grow and they start to curl under. Mm. All that other craziness, yeah, and they got a crazy. whole swirl going on for a fingernail. <laughs> and you're just like, how are you doing anything with your nail? But somehow they're making it work. Oh yeah, it you looks know? unsanitary to me. Um, it really is, if you think about it. Yes. I mean, nine inch nails was a a, a music group, but I don't think that should be a fashion. Right. Thing. Yeah. I, that's just me. You know, question. But I guess oh, only to yours about. You know, I, I, I hate that I couldn't answer that, but I know you ain't gonna be able to answer mine either because I want to know why men walk around with their pants halfway down their booty. Well, now you know that I'm a fashionista, like, fashion is my thing, mm-hmm. um, and it has been for all my life, I would say. I've never understood men with their pants sagging. I think that's the name of the term that you're sagging. Yeah, I don't understand because the the whole thing is if you're walking and your your pants is hanging out, you got to walk kind of wide legged. Yeah, your pants from falling off your behind. Yes, it's an uncomfortable feeling. It's not comfortable on any level. Of just the you know, I've had days where I've you know lost weight and I put my pants and my belt on and it felt okay when I left the house, but somehow I started walking around that day and I kept having to keep pulling my pants up because I lost a little weight. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people do that purposefully. Mm. It's not even attractive. Like, I don't want to see your underwear. Now, I know why they used to do it. Like, okay, you had like a Leah back in the day. She would have, you know, the Tommy, they are going to name it a brand, but she had, <laughs> she had that brand on her on her pants, and then you can see her underwear with that brand on the underwear. So I can see that in an ad, because I know she had the ad with that in it. But to for me to just walk around like that with their underwear showing, I'm it don't even look good. I don't like. It. Yeah, I don't like it at all. And you know, I can't answer that question. Some people, you know, uh, from jail say that's like a calling card. That was like a calling card in jail. So I'm like, mm. if that's okay. part in jail, you you even brought that to the outside world. I'm gonna need you to stop. Fix yeah, it. yeah, because I I mean I don't want jail culture in in my mm. life. That's that's not what I'm trying to aspire to. Right. But you know they also said applies uh, said that the long eyelashes was a calling card to men <laughs> for women that <laughs> had the long eyelashes. <laughs> they actually telling men something mm. as well. I don't know how true that is. 
That's what Clyde said. So going back to that question, maybe that's why some of these women got the long eyelashes. They're trying to tell me, and hey, the things I do. <laughs> and then the, maybe the men with the pants sack, and they're trying to tell other individuals, hey, it's me. I don't know what it is with either one. I don't understand. I don't do it like I, you know. If you see me, um, I'm still a little old school because a lot of times, like I'm really trying to get used to having my shirt untucked. Mm-hmm. You know, people walk around with their shirt untucked for thirty, forty years. Mm-hmm. I still put mine inside my pants. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a polo shirt on, mm-hmm. I tuck my polo shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, but most people don't tuck their polo shirt. Mm-hmm. So that tell you how tight. Wound I am, so you know I ain't gonna have no pants hanging when I got my shirt tucked. Mm-hmm. So you can't see my underwear no way. So why, why bother? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that's crazy, <laughs> crazy fashion. But we can't even blame it on this generation because that sagging thing. I remember when Lil Wayne was actually little. Yeah, and he was doing that then. Yeah, I think it started around that time though, around Lil Wayne time. Now he old Wayne. <laughs> and he still do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hope, Lil Wayne, hope Lil Wayne's listening. Hey, we just joked about it. <laughs> <laughs> old Wayne. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be my, my, you know, if I had a rap name right now, you know, because I couldn't be little nothing. I was thinking the other day, who, what could I be? I was like, I could be Old Bay. You know, old like the Old Bay seasoning. Mm-hmm. But we could spell Bay like B-A-E. Mm-hmm. I can't. Obey. <laughs> oh my gosh. We gonna leave that alone, Jack. Yeah, I ain't got good sense. <laughs> we don't know. Oh. name themselves Obey. All right. Or maybe I could be Killer Graham. Killer Graham. Yeah, last name Graham, you know. Okay. That sounds dangerous. Yes, it do. Killer Graham. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what would be your rap name, by the way? Why are we on the subject? Well, you ever thought about that? No. I had little nicknames growing up. I was like Tiny and Sweet Pea and Lil Puddin'. That was it. I like, I like both of them. Sweet Pea and Lil Puddin'. Mm-hmm. That, now, that would be a cool rap name. <laughs> that, that sound all sexy right there. Sweet Pea. <laughs> we bringing up Lil Puddin'. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yep. oh. That's it. All off subject, but that would that was a that's a good rap name, especially Lil Putin. You can go there for that, mm-hmm. and especially the stuff these women rap about. And why are we on that? Why does every you know what we're gonna use Lil Putin? I'm gonna come up with a new question. Mm-hmm. Why does every woman rapper have to rap about her privates? Because that's what the ind- industry is about these days. You know, I I don't think it's even about what what music what what. The artist wants to put out no more. I think it is all geared to what the music industry wants out there and who they target. So yeah, I think I think um, this mindset that we have, as far as you know, you strippers are now rappers. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying almost every strip, every stripper, every rapper has been a stripper. How is that possible? How are you yeah. going to strip clubs to find rappers? All the <laughs> out here in the world. 
but you 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 can't find none except for the strip club. Come on now. I remember back when they used to go to church or something to find musical artists. Now you go to the strip club. <laughs> right. Now you got to the strip club to find the artists. So, of course, if they from the strip club, what do you think they're going to be rapping about? They ain't going to be rapping about Jesus. Nope. They're going to be rapping about what they've been doing, what they did, and, you know, you know, just like, um, I can't think of the name of because, you know, I ain't into these songs like that no more, uh, where Cardi be talking about, you know, um, I strip and get some money or I do something else and get some money. And, mm. you know, and what message is that sending out there to kids? Not a good one. I had to Not stop, to our young ladies. I had to stop my my baby girl the other day. Oh, I can't think of these names. You know, my mind is horrible. But it was a song she was singing and I was paying attention to the words. And she was like, um, make me water. And I think that's the name of the song. Wow. And I didn't, you know, when you're listening, when you just think about when you're just singing the, the words to a song, you're just singing, you don't think about, and I happened to actually listen to what she said. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Hold up, my girl. Yeah. You need to like, stop singing that one. Right. And I had to tell her, I was like, baby, you can't sing that song. And, um, she was like, no, it's okay. I was like, baby, no, 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 no. You don't even know what they're talking about. You can't sing the song. I'm sorry. I get it. But, you know, you can't sing it. You can't sing it in front of me. So, right. um, but, you know, I was talking to some friends the other day. And, I mean, songs was like that back in the day. They were singing about sex and things like that back in the day. Definitely. It's just so in your face now. Yes. You know, a lot of times, even if they were singing about it, it was kind of, you know, the words weren't so strong or it wasn't like so direct. Now they just say it. They don't care. Exactly. I mean, they say what they think. And it's, I mean, it's raw nowadays. It and is. the women, the women rappers before, you know what I'm saying? They used to dress, you know, in big baggy clothes. And now it's a thong. <laughs> and right. a t-shirt. And not even a regular t-shirt, you know, a wife beater. Right. <laughs> I remember when, when the songs was about ladies first. Right. You know, that's the name of a song. You know, uh, we, we talked about U-N-I-T-Y. Uh, you, you know, mm -hmm. now we talk about W-A-P. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Yeah. You know, we went from women uplift, uplifting themselves to now we they just doing the same thing to me and doing this degrading women. Mm, degrading Big degrading women, yep. women. Yep. like the men degrade the women it, it's and it's not until we you know as a culture start saying you know what you done went too far exactly. and we're not going to listen to or buy your music and we're not going to allow our kids to listen to but as long as you know we can talk about how bad anything is but as long as we are participating in it it doesn't matter that's so true we'll have to we'll have to make that a podcast we'll have to make one of that one of ours we have to mm -hmm. talk about that because yep. that's that's deep when we stop and we think about it. That's really, really deep. Um, because and think about it, if you had the name Lil Put in the day, would you be rapping? And you know what that you know the type of rapper that would be. You know what that right. They would they yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you can have sweet pea. You would have to be Lil Put and you'd be talking about the things that you just said we shouldn't be talking about. So that's Mm -hmm. That's 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 really terrible. But yeah, that's that's awful that you know it's gone that way. But like you say, that's probably more of an industry thing 
than an individual thing. And that's what the industry is saying sales, so they're going to keep it going. Yeah. But anyway, that's back to the man question. So mine is, you know, a lot of times I see that men just don't have standards. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of men, you know what I'm saying, I see women, women can be, look like, who knows what, when, where, how. She can have an older the whole nine yards, and the man will still take her down, as they say. Mm. And I'm just like, you know, so it's just no standard. You know, what's the difference between, but then, and then, you know, they didn't get into this subject also about, um, you know, BBLs. You know, how black, you know, women are like going out there getting all these BBLs. And now you hear the men saying, oh, you're getting all these BBLs, but we don't really like that. We just want to hit it. But that's not what we're going to marry. Or we'll cheat with that, but that's not what we want to be with. But then why are you even messing with it? Hmm. You know, what's where, where the standards come in as to what you want to be with or what you even, you know, be... Um, it's about quality, not quantity with a, with, a, with, a, with a woman. But with a man, it's about quantity instead of quality. I heard about three questions there. Okay. <laughs> so is, are we talking about men and the quantity? Because we, we did talk about that. Are we talking about men and their standards? standards. Women that smell? Are we talking about men that want women to get Brazilian butt lips? No, not that they want them, but that's part of the standard thing. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking that's a standard because I'm like, you don't have standards. You, you're, you want a BBL, but then when you talk about getting married, then you talk about, you know, that's not what you're looking for. You're looking for a girl with this, this, and this. And then if you say, well, you cheated with her, well, I might have cheated with her, but you just said what you're looking for in the marriage. So even in the marriage, you ain't satisfied. But when you're out there and you're doing your thing, you out, that's what you're looking for. Or you're not looking for, or you want a chick that got a good job, but you'll smash a chick at the, uh, at the strip club. You know, I'm I'm confused as to the standard thing. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so men don't have a set standard, right? Um, that's because it goes back to the what we talked about about the beginning of time. <laughs> we got to go back to men. Uh, just really, honestly, I just think of most men. Again, I'm not speaking of myself here, and I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I'm just saying that I think I'm strange. Because I will be in a conversation <laughs> with most men. And, and that's probably the reason why I don't have a lot of male friends. We start, got to start talking whole, all the way off the cup. My, you know, my friends are female. Like, look at you. So um, I think that's because a lot of men, they just, there was a man that once said to me, and I'm going to clean this thing up because we are on Apple and we got to keep it clean. But what he said was, is that to every woman walking around, mm-hmm was just, and I'll just say the word private part. Mm-hmm. They were just that private part. They, he didn't care how they look. He didn't care how they smell. He didn't care about their mentality. He didn't care nothing about, as long as they would let him, mm. as we say hit, that's what he would do. He could kill, so he didn't care about anything. So, he just wanted so isn't that the same thing as a dog? Mm-hmm. You know what a dog does? I mean, a dog don't, they don't try to get to know each other. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you're breeding dogs, it's real easy. You just put two in a room and just sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it doesn't take any work at all. And for men to have standards like dogs, that is pathetic. But it's true. I'm going to go as far as to say that I do believe it's, it's changing. It's kind of like you, you told me before with this millennial generation. They're, they're coming up a little different. Uh-huh. And, and and I see that more now with them that they actually have standards. Like they want their woman to be intelligent. Uh, they want their woman to smell. You know, there, there's more men. If you go to a bad, uh, I'm about to name a um, brand again. But if you go into some of these <laughs> these places that have candles and fragrances and stuff, you see more men in those places than you see women nowadays. Uh-huh. The men want they woman they buying the gifts for their women to smell a certain way how they want them to smell, right? You know? Um, yeah, I, I think it's changed, but I do know what you're talking about. Where where there's, I had um, uh, he he was a friend of mine, but he had been married and divorced eight times, oh. and every woman that he was married to that. All of a sudden, he recognized was more intelligent than him was a divorce. Mm-mm. See, mm-hmm. he wanted the woman dumb, subservient to him, as you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not necessarily submissive, but subservient, like below him. That's how he wanted the woman to be. And if she was better, smarter than he thought, he's out. Mm-hmm. So his. So he had a standard, but his standard was wicked in, in its thought and its process. It's awful. His standard was, you be dumb. He <laughs> <laughs> said, you be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's his standard. And then you got other men out here, their standard is, like this other fella, anything that moves. Anything. If she moves and she, gonna, if she can fog a mirror and she going to give it to him, he's there to take Now, James has a lot better standards. I mean, I, you know, I have a lot of standards before we can go there. You know, I, I'm not so stuck on like looks and all of that. Like somebody don't have to have a BBL. Oh, that's I'm, that's not not. I've never been that person. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I do recognize the fact that every one of us have to have a standard of how we want this other person to look because we don't meet personalities. Right. We, meet, we meet looks, looks. and people. There's all kind of crackling. You you eating some, some Cheetos or something oh, over there? I'm sorry. <laughs> looking, looking for a bank card. <laughs> I was just wondering if people going to be like, what is she, she grabbing some, yeah, some I'm sorry. chips or something? But uh, no, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I want to keep dwelling on it, but I don't know how to answer that question because I I couldn't imagine being that way. But I do know many men who are, and I would have to say that they are that older generation. I think this this newer generation coming along know exactly what they want. I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope, I, I hope so too. Yeah, because <laughs> we need to get rid of them 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 men like that. That that's a disaster. Yeah, it's just bad. Like, mm-mm. There was a, a man my daddy told me about long ago. 
who said he would only date and or marry ugly women. Because he said ugly women know they ain't got nobody else to go to, so they be real nice to him. And he ain't got to worry about them going nowhere. Mm. What standard mm. of thinking? You, you see, that's what I'm hoping all these men are dying off. You yeah. think like that. That's sad. Because first of all, that's no such thing as an ugly person. You know, that, they may not be your standard, but that don't mean that they, they're they ugly. I just, I hate that word. Anyway, but, but again, uh, we I can beat that one all day long. All right, so back to women here. Mm-hmm. Why do women, when they're, again, mad, have to clap after every syllable? Didn't I tell you that I wasn't going nowhere with you? <laughs> Why is a clap necessary? Because a clap is emphasized. (laughs) So that you understand what I'm saying I mean. I want to emphasize just one word. I need to emphasize every word so that you understand that I didn't mean just that one thing in that sentence. I meant every single word that I said. (laughs) Every word. That's hilarious. I just think that was funny. All it's right. like when you get your butt whooped. What your mama do? Oh, didn't I mother... tell you? Mm-hmm. She did. She, she did. Emphasized. She was thank you. But my mama had paragraphs. <laughs> I can't. The other day when you came home, I told. <laughs> like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I ain't gonna have no skin after this whipping here. You know, you're gonna need to cut these sentences down. Can we just make can we get to the gist? Yes. That's like that yeah, pause. That you don't want to pause or you can't, you know, you can't put that exclamation point. You know, you can scream, but you don't really want to scream. You just want to make it a point. I'm drilling this into you. What I'm saying. <laughs> All righty. Well, that answers that. Okay. <laughs> that's me and that's right. So let me say, why why do men, and I'm going to say the word hate. Yes, I'm going to use that word. Why do men hate a good man? So like like with, mm. with the Sierra and Russell situation. You know, I see Russell as a good man. He out there, he taking care of kids. He taking care of a child that ain't even his. He out here, you know, you know, treating her right, taking her places, doing nice things with her. But all the, God. All, all the men will say, he he a he a sucker. You got that sorry man, and why? Hmm. Like, I think that's going to go along with my question, lady, later about women. Okay. But I think that men, not women, mm-hmm. are the greatest haters on earth. <laughs> I think they hate us. I think that they. Are jealous of other men. There was a song put out where this this rapper was talking about that. That and he says that he, he used a, a phrase in which you know he was meaning that you know someone would allow their drink to get cold because they're looking at what the other man drink. Mm-hmm. And what he meant by that, they can't even enjoy what they got because they worried about some other person. Right. Um. I don't know how anybody, from what we know about Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. can look at Russell Wilson and go, oh, this man's a sucker. This man's a punk. This man's... He has done... I mean, he's living his, his life, life. Unlike, unlike most of us in the public eye. 
Right. So he has to live his life in such a way that we all scrutinize it. We all get a chance to look at it, joke and jive about it, whatever else. But from what he's doing, you know, he's he 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 believes in the Bible. He believed in abstinence even before marriage with her. Right. You remember that? Uh, yep. And that's part, that's part of the reason they talk about him. You know, he he goes the whole extra mile. And I I, I just think that that men are terrible gossipers. They always talk about women gossipers. No, men. And men are haters. And they see another man that's successful and doing well and got a woman like her, you know, they're going to hate. All I know is she had been with a, a few fellas before. We ain't going to name no name. But all those fellas are the opposite of Russell. Mm-hmm. And Russell's had her long enough. Right. Those other relationships they last long. So who's the sucker? Right. <laughs> those other fellas that, that couldn't keep her. Uh, the, the dude that came showed us something new. Showed us something different. Mm-hmm. Changed the whole life. <laughs> yeah. Showed what show a face, real man. What a real yeah. man do for you. Yeah. He, he laid out. Here it is. And now she she can't leave his side. Mm. I don't even think they go anywhere without each other. This dude moved to Denver. And <laughs> she started, she's, yeah. And we know how she like to, you know, show a little flesh. She walking around in Denver, Colorado now. But she got to wear coats every day. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, he changed the whole way she thinks. Right. I can't call a man and do that to somebody, a sucker. But I can't say that men are. The, that's why I don't have male friends. Well, they, they call it a measuring contest. Again, I got to remember I'm on Apple, so I'm just gonna say the word measuring contest mm-hmm. with me. You know, you got two men together. They ain't gonna be friends long because they gotta measure each other out. Oh, I'm bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's terrible. I don't have that with my female friends. But I don't have anything for me to measure against. But. <laughs> we don't have that really. <laughs> we don't have that, that type of you know competitive spirit mm-hmm. yeah I don't I, I don't get me in that that area I mean I guess they'll call me a son because I'm, I'm thinking like I'm going to think more like him than I'm going to think like her exes right because he's able to change he changed the way that woman's whole concept of men has been and and the way she's moving forward and they don't seem like they're breaking up at all. Like at they, all, they yeah. They strong, strong, strong relationship. Mm-hmm. So that, that brings up my question about women. Why do women like crazy, dangerous men? Now, I will say that, you know, women are usually attracted to a, um, an alpha man or a man who, you know, is a little, you know, on the aggressive side because they're looking for somebody to protect them. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you might get beat down in that protection. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You might need protection from your protection. <laughs> so that is why, you know, I, you know, I hear a lot of women talking, and they be like, "Yeah, you know, he this, he that, blah blah." But now you know, he a little, you know, girl. Wait, when we go out, I ain't got to worry about whatever because he, you know, he got me. If somebody, you know, did this, then I know that, you know, he he gonna back it up, or you know, he ain't gonna allow. So I think that's a lot of the reasons. Now, um, 
it can be attractive. I've been attracted to it, but in the end, oh, I'm an I'm an aggressive woman too. So you know, we we didn't been into real debates like, look, you know, and I had to let you know, you know, I know who you are. Do you know who I am? So, oh. <laughs> so we get into this debate pattern, which is you know, but you know, I think a woman just wants to get wants to feel like they protected. I've been in a situation where I've been with a man who's not so aggressive, you know. Like somebody will say something, and I'm like, "So you you just gonna let that slide? You just <laughs> you're not gonna not gonna reply or say you know so handle that or nothing? Like, no, I'm just not worried about it. You know, it's not no no baby. You know, I get that. You know, you ain't hood or whatever, but I'm gonna need you to at least stand your ground. You know, what I'm saying and let you walk over you. You got. I'm gonna need you to say something. You know, or um. You know, if if it's a dangerous situation, you want to feel like, you know, it's somebody that's going to be there to protect you and not like, okay, so now I got to stand out in front and act like I'm the aggressive person to get this other thing away from us and mm. he find me cowering. Mm. So I think that's the attraction in it is to have somebody, you know, but the danger in it is it can backfire on you. Very much so. Yeah, so I, I I prefer not for nothing to backfire on me, so I leave those situations alone. Yeah. You know, I, I never thought about those issues that you brought up, but I, I guess women think about things like yeah, that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <clears throat> you, you think know, about, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't have time to be taken up for him when he should be taken up for me. You know? <laughs> Mm. You know, because, you know, I like to watch Martin. And, you know, remember Martin was little, but he always made sure he let her know he had her. Right. Whenever there was a situation, Martin was like, hey, 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 you know, <laughs> he put her behind him. Things like That's true. Things like that make you feel safe. But Martin was also crazy. He was. He jumping in the ring with Tommy Hearns <laughs> and it ended up looking like a, a cantaloupe or something. But what's the... <laughs> Let's turn, pick your poison. Which what you want? <laughs> I think I won't. Now, this is a man speaking for a woman, right? But mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't uh, somebody more like Tommy be more acceptable? Because Tommy was smooth in his. You know, you knew Tommy was a dude because Tommy was like, hey, you know. And Tommy big, you know, he's like, yeah, hey, I'm a man. But, you know, Tommy also would just let certain things just slide off. You know, he wouldn't. He didn't get so confrontational like Martin. If he did, I don't even know how Martin and him would have been friends because they'd, they'd have been clashing. Right. Martin was always kicking him at the house. Right. <laughs> or, or stealing his chicken wings when one episode, you know, just taking his food off the table. Like, <laughs> man, I'm hungry. Just took his stuff, you know. <laughs> but Tommy seemed like, but you, you, would, you wouldn't be scared to be on Tommy's arm, would you? No, I wouldn't be scared to be on Tommy's arm. But if I had a choice, then I would be like, hmm, is Tommy, you know, is Tommy really going to be, you know, Martin, you just know. It ain't even no doubt. Right. You know, second guessing. He going, he, he got you. Something he going to die for you. Yeah, something go down, he he there. And look at Tommy and you like, Tommy, he he probably too clean to get dirty. You know? <laughs> you know like, oh, I, Lord. You know, this, that whole you know, think about, you know, like, okay, are you going, are you, are you my ride or die, or are you just my ride? And when it's time for something crazy to go down, you you ain't going to die, you just going to dash. You just, 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this thing I I witness, and again I guess I'm not gonna you know linger on any one thing, but I think this would be funny too for the audience. So there was this 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 well dressed guy mm-hmm. coming into a courtroom. You know, you know, you go to court, you there for a traffic ticket or whatever else, and they, but they have you in there with everybody that they just scheduled for that day. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's this guy coming in, and everybody thought he was an attorney. Except he was sitting out there with everybody else and not over there with the attorneys and stuff. So anyway, they called his case up. And, you, you know, you saw in the, in the courtroom, courtrooms in, where I am, they small. You know, it's kind of cramped. You know, everybody's in there together like, you know, a bunch of sheep brought to the slaughter. I guess that's the concept they're trying to bring to your mind. Hmm. So anyway, so this well-dressed guy, I mean, clean. You're talking about Tommy. This dude's clean. I mean, overcoat, nice suit on, you know, three-piece suit, clean shoes, I mean, fly. So, he walks up to the, they call this case, he walks up to the, to the uh, in front of the judge, and they identify that he's the defendant <laughs> in this case, and this other person's over here saying that, you know, he pulled a gun out on him and all this other kind of thing, without any other words being said. All the attorney said was, there's a gun charge, and there was a you know, a, a, a ballistics test. Everyone, you would have thought it was a Luther con- concert. <laughs> Every woman in the audience in, in, in the courtroom goes, mm, well. well. And I'm talking about this man. Then they had him sit down because his lawyer, you know, hadn't gotten there yet. He uh-huh. had identified himself. So he sat down. And then the women started passing their phone numbers to the dude as he's sitting there on the. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> I, I witnessed it myself. I saw it with my own eyes. There ain't no story. There ain't no joke. <laughs> Women are attracted to dangerous dudes. Now, we don't know nothing about this. All we know is clean cut. They didn't pay him no attention. He dressed real nice. Come in the courtroom, clean cut. Women didn't say nothing. As soon as ballistics charge came up, mm. <laughs> mm. He got about, you know, he went from a, a 10 to a 15 that I'm with, you know. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I guess uh, what the things you mentioned, maybe they feel like, huh, oh, hanging with Mr. You know, gun toter, you know, he going to be, he going to keep me safe. I ain't got nothing to worry about with him, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's the thinking. <laughs> yeah. No. He got but, me. If we, if we in a situation, I know I'm already telling by how by what's going on in this courtroom, he gonna pull that gun out and do what he gotta do. He gonna handle his business. He gonna handle this. And but then when he come to court, he gonna be dressed appropriate. That's you know, right. he, gonna, he gonna be by his mm-hmm. at all times. I get it. You know, I was thinking the same thing about the brother. I'm like, well, man, I mean, he that <laughs> he know how to <laughs> behave when he come in the courtroom. I mean, he had everything up, and he looked like he was in total control. Like he wasn't worried about a, a thing. So I can see how women could could be attracted to a guy like that, but you know, I I just I never understood it till you explained it. Okay, so you got another one for us, men. So what? Well, it's not really men, I guess. It is, it's about men. So okay. I just don't understand how in the workplace, you know, we talked about equality between men and women. Why are we still getting less than men? Why are we still not looked at equally? as a man would be looked at for the same work that we do. You know, because this, if we're talking about just this country, yeah, I have said before 
on record on a podcast, maybe many of my podcasts and other people, that men, um, that this country, let's put it this way, let's talk about this whole country, is more sexist than it is racist. Mm. And, and that's a fact. Um, and I'll I, I say something that's controversial. I, I, will, I will go as far as to say that we don't really have female candidates to run for president that will ever be successful. Because we had one that came along, <laughs> and she had every qualification that men before her didn't have. She, she'd been <gasps> married to a president. She'd been a congresswoman. She had been Secretary of State. She had been an ambassador. She had been all the things that the person across from her couldn't imagine being. But she had also been the things that people before her hadn't been. Shoo-in if she was a man. Oh. Women hated her. Women didn't want her as the president. And men darn sure did. So when you I always say this country is more sexist and it's racist and it's really racist. So for it to be even more sexist, I mean, I'm thinking I grew up in Georgia. I met the first president of a branch, not president of a bank, but president of a branch in 1994. You got to be kidding me. Banking been going on for hundreds of years, right? So until 94... What I'm talking about in, in the state of Georgia at that time. <clears throat> so, but they had been different people of different races. And that was even tough. But for and and the fact that this country, I don't I don't know. I mean, we can go on for hours about I think I even told you one time in, in conversation that if something affects men, even physically, it's remedied quickly. But some can affect women, and nobody cares. I'll give you an example. Women could have, women have menstrual cycles with cramps. Has, has there been a true cure for that? No. Is anybody even looking for a cure? I don't think so. But I tell you this, men couldn't get an erection, and they found a cure for that. You got 70, 80-year-old men out here popping pills. But poor women and they cramps, right? So I just think that it, that's where we are, though. I, I think that men just don't care about women's plight oh. at all. Oh. And it's a man's world. Didn't James Brown tell you that? I mean, when you stop, you look at all of the corporations, all of the, everything that's American, mostly owned by men. I mean, I hate to pull out a percentage and I hadn't looked it up, but I mean, I would think that America's men own. Yeah, it is. It is. Maybe 90% of them better. Yeah, probably better. <laughs> so why would they care? And, and so when you got the country owned by men, all of the industries owned by men, oh. they look at it like this. Well, man got to be the head of his household, and man got to be the one to, to, to take care of his wife and his kids so that man need to be the one to get paid. 
whereas the the world has changed now you know it takes two to to to, to make a, a household work mm-hmm. and then in many cases a woman's out here doing it by herself mm-hmm. ain't no man ain't no husband so she needs to if she's gonna work the same job she needs the same pay right ain't no if ands buts maybe and now you know we always looked at it on the common scale well we looked at it at these stores, department stores, restaurants, fast food, whatever we, wherever we're working. But also now it's going into the entertainment business. Now we're hearing female actresses saying, hey, I get paid. I'm, I'm on the same movie as this person over here, but I'm getting paid less because I'm female. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, it's pathetic. But, I mean, what are we going to say about America and its sexism? Yeah, we at the bottom, unfortunately. I mean, I don't care what industry it is, a woman's going to get paid less than a man. Mm-hmm. And get less notoriety. I have heard, and me being, boy, you getting me on my sandbox now, I'm supposed to be on the man's side. But, <laughs> but me being a coach of a female basketball team, mm-hmm. to just see how females are viewed in men's eyes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the, some of the stuff I hear is unbelievable that will come out of a man's mouth. You know, there, there's some men that won't even watch women basketball, you know, or ridicule the sport altogether because a woman's playing. As a woman playing. It's just, to me, it's unfathomable. I fell in love with women's basketball in 1996 at the Olympics when I watched the greatest, in my opinion, basketball team I'd ever seen. With Lisa Leslie and the crew. Mm. Everybody want to talk about Jordan and Matt Johnson and all that. We don't talk about the women that dominate. I mean, we had a, we had men's super team and we had a woman's super team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I saw the women. I didn't get to see the men in 96 in Atlanta. I saw the women play. I'm telling you, I, I, started, I never stopped watching women's basketball. We didn't even have a WNBA team. Mm. And they created a WNBA. And now you still got men that just won't even watch. Or the attendance is so poor, they can't even pay yep. women what the men yep. are getting paid. Because they, 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 get, they pay the women off the ticket sales. But they ain't selling tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got women coming up like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and all these women that's coming along. That I mean, they, they're where Gigi Bryant would have been. Kobe's doing. They, they bring in the, the camera. I mean, ESPN don't leave where they at. Kaylin Clark on, on her going to different schools, they up in the ticket sales. One school, she's an hour when she went to, to a school the other day. They changed their ticket from $30 to $230 just mm. because she was coming mm. on a college campus. Mm. <laughs> That's how good these women are. But so let's say, you know, men going to hate. They're going to not show up at the games. They, these women won't get paid the millions of dollars that superstar men get paid. Mm-hmm. Just because this country's sexist. Not because they aren't just as good. Because it's sexist. Women don't even get the same amount of shoe contracts. It's, it's, it's pitiful. It's, it's, I mean, we can beat that horse to death. I'm sorry. I took that <laughs> to a whole nother level. I got mad. Yeah, I <laughs> 
like it at all. I, you know, I just, I just believe in equality, and I don't care how they equality. I don't care what we're talking about. It's, it needs to be race, sex, whatever. Mm-hmm. If somebody's doing a job, pay them. Anyways, one more. Uh, I got. Well, I, don't, I have. I don't know how many questions you got, but I got other ones about women. Oh, uh, why are women never satisfied with their bodies? If they're, if the, in their eyes, they're this, then they want to be this. Or if they're this, they want to be this. It's never a satisfactory area with a woman at all. It's kind of like Prince said, you know, uh, like my mother, she was never satisfied. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I because mean, we men, we're looking at you and we're like, man, she's fine. I mean, any woman that a man looked at and said, man, she's fine. If we went over there and asked a woman, she'd tell us 10 things about herself she don't like. Well, I, I don't like my nose, and I, I don't like my, my butt, and I, you know, but the man is losing his mind looking at us. <laughs> so why is that? I mean, because society tells us we're never perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's always, you know, oh, go get a BBL, you know, make your butt bigger. Oh, we got this stuff to get your lips fuller. Um, so when you when you out and about and you see, you know, you look and you're like, dang, she got a tiny waist. And everybody is looking at her. You want to be the person they're looking at. They got a big butt. You're like, man, why is everybody staring? You want to be the person they're staring at. Um, when it comes to relationships and men with women, we get caught up in, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, he cheated on me. What did she look like? What did she have that I didn't have? So it's a, you know, okay, it's not really a competition, but it's, you know, it's, it's a lack of self-esteem, but it's the self-esteem that she didn't take from herself. I think society and men have taken it away from her. So then she has to, you know, look back and be like, you know, until she gets that self-confidence on her own and not worry about what everybody else is thinking. And that's the problem. We always worried about what the next person is thinking about us. Um, you Beautifully know, put. Yeah, just really, just you know, just trying to think about. Okay, you know, you know. I mean, I know when I I was when I was married, and you know, and I, that's what you look at. What does that person when when he messed around? What was he messing around with? What what is it about that person? And of course, you're gonna look at the physical thing because you don't know anything about their real personality or anything. Or what they do, the first thing you go to, even when you just meet a person, is the physical. That's exactly right. Yeah. So you're going to look at those things and start comparing and being like, okay, so, hmm, what does this person have that I don't have? So it's it's all about, you know, everybody wants to be accepted. Everybody wants to be wanted. And especially in America, they make you feel like you got to be perfect as a woman. I just, you know, uh, I, it hurts me because I've met some of the most beautiful women in the world who had no clue they were beautiful. Uh-huh. And, and and there's nothing you can tell them to make them even acknowledge it. They have to believe it themselves. And, and many of them don't believe, it, even if you tell them. Uh-huh. They they don't. And it's so sad. But like you said, it's, it's, um, it's, it's self-esteem that's come a, across from societal issues that they have put on the women and making them there used to be these magazines and all that out there where women would try to aspire to be this type of body or whatever. I, I imagine that has to be tough. That's that's tough. And, and you know what? If it's okay with you, I'd like to go back and revisit that other thing 
<laughs> the last conversation we talked about with the with the the the, the equal pay. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse this around. Uh we we talked about me. Why you know when we look at it, have you ever uh, heard of men? And I and I guess the question can go both ways. But have you ever heard of men that were, were upset in their marriage because their wife made more money than them? Oh yeah, yes. Oh, men men. I don't know what the problem with that is, but they feel like I think it feel they feel um, you know. It, it lowers their status on the totem pole. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. It hands on a woman that, you know, is doing better than them financially. It's just, you know, because they feel like that's not, you know, a man's place is to take care of a woman, not a woman take care of a man. I, I, hey, Oprah can take care of me anytime <laughs> she wants to. <laughs> I, don't, I wish I understood that. You know, and I don't get it. <laughs> and, and and you know I mentioned that just because there's so many women especially in the state you live in that make I'm talking about great money in Atlanta and these other places mm-hmm. and they, they're single they can't find men because men don't even want to date them because they feel inferior to them mm-hmm. intimidated by, the, by, by a woman you know higher status that's crazy that's, that's wild all right, so any other men questions? No, that's it. Oh, we all good. Okay, <laughs> well, that's fine. You know, I think this has been fun. Like, I really, I really enjoyed it. I think there's a lot of laughter with it, but we also shared a lot of facts and mm-hmm. a lot of things that hopefully we can change. Don't you agree? Yes, yes, indeed. I, I just hope that um, as we change as individuals, that's the only way society can change. We got to mm-hmm. change as individuals. You know, and so a lot of this stuff that we talked about today, yeah, even though we brought the humor with it, some of that stuff need to, you know, find a, a change, like the music and the clothing and some of the things that, that's going on. We need to, we need to do, we need, we need to do better and be better. Right. Yes, definitely. Uh, but uh, I love this. I mean, we need to do more. Uh, it is his and hers. We need to talk more about the his and hers things that's going on. In, in the world. Um, any thoughts that you have that you want to share? I know it's been a, a minute since we, we've been on the mic with the people. <laughs> no, I just think, you know, I think, you know, last year um, in 2023, it was a lot of uh, men versus women. So I'm hoping this year we can kind of come together and no more men versus, versus women bashing. We did a good job without really bashing the other sex. Not at all. We didn't bash anybody. I hope. Right. So we did a good job of that. But I hope that, you know, we start finding the good things about each other and start complimenting each other. That's beautiful. Because the team, you know, dream work makes the team work. We get and to it, work together. It, it'll be a better world out here. I, I agree. That is so beautiful. Beautifully put. I mean, because it's. It's it's both of us on this planet. I mean, it's uh, and even on this podcast, it's his and hers. You know, we ain't no and and if people took our example, ain't nobody versus nobody. You know, like we might get all heated and you know say what well, we, but but the love is there, and uh-huh. that's the reason why we can do that. And and you know, and that's the thing with with society, we we got to keep the love there, so that even if we do have our 
heated moments or whatever, that we remember that we're one human race and mm-hmm. we we in this thing together. Yes. We got to make it work. But as of late, I mean, we've really seen Tupac's lyrics come true where we're raising a race of babies to hate the ladies. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just so sad in that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pitiful. But I hope and pray that what you said, and I appreciate you saying it, uh, not only 2024, but beyond, that we do better about being with each other than against each other. Right. And let me fix it, because I'm sure somebody going to listen and be like, she said that backwards. Teamwork makes a dream work. There y'all go. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. Mm-hmm. So wonderfully put. And as always, it's a joy being with you and, uh, you know, beside you, because this is a, you know, a joint venture and you put as much effort in as I do. And, you know, as on this show, it's, it's equality. That's <laughs> <laughs> one thing we can say it's equality. And maybe, you know, we'll see that in the world one day in our lifetime. That I think it's be- coming. I think, I think I did like the point that you made that, it does seem like the new generation that's coming up is coming, you know, they look at more towards um, bettering each other. And thank God, because the past generations. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we don't want to even want to get into all the past generations. Done <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway, it's always a pleasure, always a joy. And as we always ask, if you don't mind, will you say good night, Miko? Good night, Miko.